0: this God-inspired message from Shofar Christian Church. We trust that you will enjoy today's message and that it will encourage you to grow deeper in your relationship with Christ our Savior. So who who of you have have, um, ever felt a little bit stretched in your life? That, that's what I was, was hoping. Who, are you all, who of you are feeling quite stretched at the moment? That's good, because then tonight's message will hopefully mean something to you. Um, and if you're not feeling stretched, stretched at the moment, um, my dad would say to you, get out of your comfort zone. <laughs> um, but um, perhaps there will come a season where you might feel a little bit more stretched again, and so so you can just put this on the back burner. Um, we had we had quite a quite an intense experience with um, with Benjamin's birth. He was he was due on the sixteenth of December um, last year, but he he came on the first of December, um, and yeah, we had quite a hectic time leading up to his birth. My um, my bucky was stolen two weeks before his birth, and then one week five days before his birthday, they, they broke into our into our flat um, in the middle of the night, and they stole some of our stuff. Um, and Lauren, we then went to the doctor for a checkup the following morning, and um, I don't know if it was because of the burglary, but Lauren's blood pressure was unusually high, um, and so the doctor was quite worried, and he monitored her blood pressure over the following two days, and, um, and then they had to do some other tests, and, and eventually they confirmed that she had developed something called um, preeclampsia, which is a pregnancy condition, and it has certain risks to, to the mom and the baby, which is not great, um, and so... So we were really trusting God for a, um, for a natural birth. You know, that was, was our heart's desire um, for Lauren to give birth naturally. And B- Benjamin was a breech baby for most of the pregnancy, and he only actually turned into the right position for a natural birth in the final, in the third trimester of, of lunch pregn- pregnancy. Um, so we were like, yes, Lord, we got, we're going for this. We're going to do it. Um, and, and then, you know, Lauren was, was, was diagnosed with preeclampsia. And so she had to be hospitalized. They had to monitor her um, regularly, and they also had to monitor Benjamin's heartbeat. And um, <clears throat> so, so the doctor said it was quite a mild case, and we can, we can wait a few days, and he, we can try and give Lauren an induction and, and see if that brings on the, the, the birth pains and, and the contractions and that type of thing. Um, and so, so we were in the hospital for those, those few days, and it was, it was a very... It was a very stretching time for us, um, I think emotionally and spiritually, um, Izan will attest to that, she was, our, she was our doula, so she was there for most, most of the time, um, but, and especially for me, I think um, by then we, we had been married about a year and a half, and, and I, it was just like quite a lot for me actually to take in, and to to process, and to sort of as the man of the house, how do you how do you, like, do that? Because there's, there's, there's now this thing, you know, this is what the doctor is saying, preeclampsia. And, um, and uh yeah, it was just a very intense experience for us. She was in the hospital for about four days before, before Benjamin was born. Um, and then they have to come, and they put the stuff on her stomach, and they, they listen to the baby's heartbeat and so on. Um, and I remember, like, you know, we... We had incredible favor. They gave us a, a private room without, without us having to um, pay the, the rates for a private room. Um, and so I remember, you know, at, at times we were just worshiping in the hospital room. At other times we, both of us are really like quite nervous, you know. And I, I went the day before Benjamin was born. She had, Lauren had received an induction the night before to bring on the birth, but it didn't make any difference. And so, so that was a disappointment waking up that morning. Um, and then I went home just for a few hours to sort of shower and, I don't know, eat and, and whatever one needs to do. And I went for a run that day. And, and my friend, I spoke with one of my friends before I went for the run. And he just said, maybe you should just run a little bit faster than you normally run. Because um, I'm, I'm a, this is my personality as well, but I, I would rather do a steady pace and do long distance than run very fast and, and t- tire quickly, but you know, run faster. Um, and so I did that, and, and that turned out to be very good. And I remember as I was coming back, I was like, Lord, you know, where are you? And um, and, and I just clearly heard God say that. Um, I am I am enlarging your capacity to carry responsibility, um, and that and, and that for me was so encouraging, because then I, I knew what God was busy with, I was like, okay, so this isn't, this isn't all in vain, you know, it, it, it's a very intense experience, and it feels overwhelming, you know, emotionally and, and spiritually, but God is actually in this, all right, so He's, he's there, and He's using this to enlarge uh, my capacity to carry responsibility, and um, later on, shortly after that, someone sent me a, a word. You know that, that God is is is. She didn't know about this, but um, she said that, that God is enlarging my capacity to to carry His presence. Um, you know, and so those two things, and I was like, wow, okay, that's that that's something worth suffering for. You know, or <laughs> feeling stretched for. You know, is, if if that's the promise, then I'll then I'll embrace sort of that process. Um, so that was quite. Yeah, that was, that was intense, but 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 God spoke to me, and, and that was encouraging to help me get through that, but then um, I'm still, still feeling stretched now, <laughs> and Benjamin is eight months old, um, you know, and so I thought it was just a birth, you know, God's like, cool, we're enlarging, and then we're moving on to, you know, to greener pastures, and um, that was not my experience, you know, on, on, on various levels at the moment, I feel... I feel quite stretched most of the time, um, just in terms of work. I've been given um, extra responsibility at work, and some of the people at the office um, have left. So, so there's there's quite a big load to carry there. Um, I've, I've been giving, I've been given, I've had more opportunities to to minister, which is you know a promise that I felt God gave us, um, and so so that's really exciting and I want to embrace that. You know, having a having a baby boy for the first time, um, all these things. So, so. Yeah, generally stretched. Um, you see the, 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 term, the title of my sermon is Restfully Stretched. Um, and I, I prayed for a friend of mine recently, and God just showed me a picture of, um, of this friend. He was wearing a breastplate, um, and God was, God took off. He came to him, and he took off this breastplate, because um, the breastplate was quite tight. And he, it was sort of, you know, it was a little bit too tight. Um, and he placed, he placed a bigger breastplate on him, um, which was actually a little bit too big for him at that stage, but with the idea of him growing into to that breastplate. Um, and that was also for me, you know, God confirming that word about increasing capacity and enlarging um, our capacity. And so um, one of the scriptures that I want to share with you in that sense talks about the stretching. Um, it's in it's in Isaiah 54. I'm going to read from the NIV version, verse two and three. Um, enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. For you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your descendants will dispossess nations and settle in their desolate cities. All right. So enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your curtains wide. It's a picture of stretching, enlarging, you know, making bigger. Um, to carry something, to, to cover and host something greater. You know, gaining ground in a sense. Um, the next scripture is in, is in, is in 2 Corinthians verse 10, verse 15. In the ESV it says, We do not boast beyond limiting the labors of others, but our hope is that as your faith increases... Our area of influence among you may be greatly enlarged. All right? So there's also, you know, it it speaks to the same thing. Our area of influence, that sphere of influence, is also becoming greater. It's extending its boundaries. Right? Um, And so two pictures about, about this promise of being stretched and in this increased capacity, this increased ability to handle more stuff, you know, oversee more things. Having influence in, in in realms where previously we might not have had influence, um, and it's amazing promise. And and obviously, it's not it's not so that we can have a name or a stage, but it's it's so that God's kingdom can be extended, um, and it can come here on earth as it is in heaven. Um, but with that, inevitably, there is some some stretching involved, right? And it's not the it's not the kind of stretching you do after you've gone for a run. And you know you're just getting your your, your muscles nice and and, uh, and and supple is that an English word? no Okay, it is now, but you know what I mean. Um, and so that that kind of stretching, moving from where I am where my capacity is now to where my capacity is then, um, that implies certain things and, um, and and that stretching will often have. In most cases have one or all of the following elements and you can add to the list. Um, It may be inconvenient, it may be uncomfortable, it may be overwhelming, it may be scary Um, and a number of other things in that process, in that stretching process moving from this capacity to that capacity. Um, and while going through this process, God has been—he's been challenging me with um, with two specific things, um, and I—I I, I didn't realize it until um, until until Friday night. I had a I had a, a very cool conversation with a friend of mine, and um, and God just started to show me some of the things um, in this process of being stretched. Moving from the one capacity to the next. And, um, and then yesterday morning, I woke up and, and I have a lot um, that needs to get done at, at work this week. And also my, my family is, 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 is arriving back from Cape Town tomorrow, as I had said earlier. Um, and so I wanted to do a lot of work yesterday. I wanted just to get a big part of the load out of the way. Um, so, that, so that I can sort of embrace this week with a little bit more... Uh, Confidence, I guess, um, and so I woke up yesterday morning, and, and I just felt God say, "I don't, I don't want you to work this weekend. I want you to just be be present with me." Um, it's not often that that um, I get that <laughs> these days, <laughs> um, and so when I was when I was still single, I would I would I loved that, you know, and I I would I would put out a weekend or a day, and I would just. I'm also a bit more of an introvert, so maybe it comes more naturally to me, but um, I, I love that, just that time with God and myself where there's not an agenda, um, and I can just be with him, and even if he doesn't speak anything specific to me, um, there's that fellowship with the Lord, you know, excluding all the, the normal distractions, and so I said, no, I just want you to be with me today, um, and so that's, that's what I did, trusting him for a miracle this week. <laughs> um but in this process of being stretched, there are two things um, that, that in my experience is going is to either distract or detract from this process or is going to be a temptation for us in that process. Um, or if we get those things right, then it can actually be a catalyst um, in that process. And so the first one is, um, is this whole issue of control versus surrender, um, in that process of being stretched. And God has just been challenging me to to trust Him. Um, You know, there is a a scripture in in Proverbs 3 that I'm sure many of you will know. Um, It says, you know, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Acknowledge Him in all your ways and He shall direct your path. Um, and so when, when a scripture is, you know, sometimes well-known, it's easy to, to forget what it means. <laughs> um, and so I read the scripture in the message translation, which I, which I don't read often, but um, to me it is just such a powerful way of capturing what I believe God is wanting to communicate to us here. Um, and it says, Trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure everything out on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. He's the one who will keep you on track. Trust God from the bottom of your heart. Do not try to figure everything out on your own. Listen to God's voice wherever you are, whatever you do. And He's the one who keeps us on track. And and, and that to me is a big challenge because I love to be in control. Um, <clears throat> I need to confess tonight that I love being in control. Um, and, uh, and it's a problem in my relationship with God, um, because I I like, to, I like to, when I know there's a lot of things that needs to get done, I like to allocate three hours to this thing that I'm going to do during that slot, and then I know that's ticked off, and then I'm going to do 40 minutes this. And then for 35 minutes, I'm going to do that. And this should take me that long. And this person, you know, I'll schedule in there. And, um, and I've got everything, you know, and nothing must try and disturb um, that that agenda or that that order of things happening. Um, and there's also no room in my mind then really for those things to go quicker than I planned for it. You know, I've sort of set two hours and then it takes two hours. Um, but that that desire to... To be in control and have things figured out, and have things to have a plan and have a strategy, and 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 in principle, there's nothing wrong with planning. I think I think there's a lot. we should plan, and there's a lot of benefits in planning. But is our confidence in the plan, or is our confidence in in the Lord? Are we open for that plan to change? Um, and that's something that I've I've really been struggling with. We're um, challenged by, by during these these few months, um, and so letting go of that control and saying lord okay lord i 'm going to today just spend with you and be with you, whatever that means and whatever that looks like um, and i 'm going to trust that that you will work, uh, do something later <laughs> um, and so there 's an element of of yielding to God in that sense, and so that 's the first one. Um, trusting him and, and not holding on to control so hard. The second one um, for me is 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 remaining in a place of rest while being stretched, while feeling overwhelmed, while feeling uncomfortable, while feeling inconvenienced, while feeling scared. Um, to remain in a place of rest. Um, in that process of being stretched. And that's, that's the, the title of, of what I'm sharing tonight, is Restfully Stretched. Um, and so, so I think Pastor Fred really um, touched on this this morning, and, and I, would like, I would encourage all of you to, to go listen to, um, to that sermon as soon as it's loaded onto, um, onto the podcast or the website. Um, but always being in a place of rest. Always being in a place where my heart is at peace, and I am, I'm, I'm aware of of God, and I am talking to God, and I'm, I'm walking in relationship with Him, even though, even if it's crazy, even if there are so many emails that need to be answered, even if there are so many things that need to be pushed out, um, you know. And I think, I think this, this, you know, our sort of age is so obsessed with. Um, being productive, you know, and output, like, pushing stuff out and creating stuff and being able to show something for my time, you know, being able to say, this is what I did, you know, and so, so driven by, by that output, um, being productive, and when we're not productive, then we feel guilty, and we feel insignificant, or we feel, I'm not doing anything, I'm not producing anything, so what's my, you know, what's my purpose, and, um, and in the scripture, God very clearly tells us to, to cease from our works, um, <clears throat> which doesn't always mean, you know, don't work today and, and just spend the day with me, but sometimes it does. <clears throat> but even in the work, even when there are the long days of work, and, and again, this is something that I'm very challenged with, is, is remaining, remaining in that rest, remaining, my heart is soft and my heart is at a place of rest and I'm not anxious um, because of... All this stuff that needs to happen. And it's easy to in that moment feel like this is everything. This has become my, my whole reality. That actually this is just now. God is, God is still God and He's still taking me somewhere for His purposes. Um, this is temporary. Um, and so, so the scripture that I want to share with you in line with that is um, in Hebrews 4. Um, I'm going to just read the, the two t- verses prior to the one on the screen as well. There remains then a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For anyone who enters God's rest also rests from their works, just as God did from His. Let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest, so that no one will perish by following their example of disobedience. So let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest, So that no one will perish by following their example of disobedience. Because it's in that place of rest where we are able to obey God. Um, Scripture also says that the carnal mind is unable to obey God. Um, And so we need to to walk in fellowship with the Holy Spirit so that we can obey as He speaks with us um, in those moments. Um, And then then along with that, having a, a complete intolerance for anxiety... Um, which is easier said than done, but which is possible and which is a place that God wants us to grow to. Um, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Do not do not be anxious about anything. And um, God is a good father, right? So he will not give us an instruction that's impossible to carry out. He will not say, do not be anxious, where that is not possible, to be, not be anxious. I believe there is a place for we need to grow to that point, and it's not just a boom, never anxiety again in my life. Um, and I'm still on the journey of growing. I was quite anxious this week, to be honest, but... Um, <laughs> God wants us to grow to that place where we are not anxious about anything and where in everything we're able to draw near with Him with thankful hearts, being aware of what we're thankful for um, and by prayer and supplication presenting our our request to Him. And then the promise is is the peace that surpasses understanding, that defies um, that circumstance in a sense. And so... Tonight, I am um, I'm wanting I'm wanting for us to get practical around this. Is that okay? We're gonna do it anyway. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> before we do that, I wanna um, I wanna ask Sunette to, to just come and share. She she shared something with me during the worship, which which um, which is just gonna really set us up for what I believe God wants to um, do tonight. So, Sunet. I just said um, during worship I had two scriptures which I felt just godly lay in my heart. The first one is out of Ephesians and it speaks about um, stretching forward for the goal and not to look backwards, um, go forwards, look forward. And then the second scripture is out of Romans where it just speaks about you now laying down everything that entangles all the sins of the world and all of that and to run like freely. And I just felt um, it. the meaning of it was to not look back to Egypt, <laughs> to the things that we fled behind, and not to fall back in that, and that we will go forward, walk forward with God. And so in line with that, with that being entangled, the question that I want to um, ask you tonight is, um, what, are, what are the things that are, that are warring against um, our awareness of God?